people kind of think you don't necessarily have to have a brain to do fashion design. <laughs> so I hear people laugh about it sometimes. Oh, I was terrible at math. You know, maybe I should go do fashion. But actually, fashion is a, it's an intense program of study. I would challenge that the opposite is quite true. And if you're a good student, you're well-spoken, and you're able to communicate effectively, those things will help to make you a standout in your fashion design career. This week's episode comes from a place I'll call The Vault. This is an interview I actually conducted a while ago, like pre-COVID times, but it was never released. So this interview is with Nicola Watson, the founder of Le Fashion Lab based in Atlanta, Georgia. Nicola started Le Fashion Lab to provide students of all ages with the hands-on technical knowledge and business savvy needed to launch their own careers in fashion design. Nicola herself holds a master's degree from the Savannah College of Art and Design and has worked as an apparel fashion designer for both Target and Abercrombie. She's also worked as an instructor at both SCAD and Clark Atlanta University. Again, this interview was pre-COVID, so you won't hear any COVID-related updates, but you can always visit their website at lafashionlab.com or follow the lab on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. My name is CJ, and welcome to Black in Fashion, a podcast that highlights key Black figures who have impacted the world of fashion as we know it today, as well as those who continue to influence its ever-changing industry. Each episode, we'll profile different people from past to present, as well as conduct interviews and engage in dialogue around race and diversity within the fashion industry. Thank you so much, Nicola, for joining me on this episode of Black in Fashion. So... We went through your bio, but I really want to know what sort of started your interest in fashion design or fashion in general? I think if I were to look really far back, my interest in fashion is linked to my interest in art. I've always been an artist. I've been drawing ever since. And uh, as I grew, that evolved into actually drawing or making sketches of people wearing clothes. And I think what really connected the art to the fashion was my mother. So my mother has a background, an extensive background in sewing, pattern making and making clothes. I have very vivid memories of her having clients over to the house, her making um, garments for them or making clothes for my dance, my dance um, competitions or things like that. And also supplying clothing to um, companies in Jamaica. So I think that's what really linked my inch, my drawing interest to my fashion interest. And even beyond that, my grandmother had a background in sewing and my uncle was a tailor. So I think it all kind of tied together. That's really cool to hear. So it sounds like it runs in the family. One thing that I found interesting, you know, you have background experience in fashion design for giant corporate retailers um, and, you know, apparel companies. So how do you take that experience from corporate design into the classroom with Le Fashion Lab? Well, I think I do a better job bringing real world experience to my students at Le Fashion Lab because at Clark Atlanta, the syllabus was pretty much set. 
And so what I do is as best as possible, go outside of the syllabus to explain to them how things work in the real world to help them to get prepared. But with Le Fashion Lab, I have more creative license. I'm able to, to do that a little bit more effectively. And the way I'm able to do that is through all of the syllabi. Le Fashion Lab was um, created with the the ultimate goal of getting our students prepared for whatever career direction they chose to take in fashion design, whether that's entrepreneurship or a career um, working for somebody in fashion. So I'm able to do that through the lesson plan and making sure that every single syllabus is um, relevant to what they need to learn. So what was that like for you coming out of college and then working with, you know, these major companies as a designer? First of all, I absolutely enjoyed my career at Target, and I think the company was a good fit for me. I could say there was a lot for me to learn. I remember one of the the first things I had to do day on the job was actually to go on um, computer and use Adobe Illustrator to sketch out quite a few technical flats. So fortunately, I was very well prepared for that from my schooling. And um, that wasn't difficult for me to catch on with. But I got a lot of exposure to just how the process of fashion design works and how the decisions that you make as a designer impacts the entire um, supply chain. In a nutshell, that's kind of how it worked out for me. So what encouraged you to first start Le Fashion Lab Fashion School? Um, Many things encouraged me to start Le Fashion Lab Fashion School. One of the biggest reason for me starting was I was the community education fashion instructor at Savannah College of Art and Design for over three years. And while I was teaching the class there, I realized that there were many people who had a deep interest in learning fashion and studying it extensively. But when they looked into the options that were available, of course, the only options available were um, like a traditional four-year fashion college. And for many people that was not viable or um, it wasn't something that they could do at the time because maybe they have like a full-time job or they have a family that they have to maintain and being able to quit their job to go to school full-time for four years was just not something that they could do. And um, another thing too was just adding the um, fashion business and entrepreneurship components so students can be feeling like they have a really good understanding of what to do next to set themselves up for success. So what are some of the key skills that you all really teach at Le Fashion Lab? So at Le Fashion Lab, our program is focused on five key skills. Um, The first skill is sewing. So one of the first classes that we offer at Le Fashion Lab is just getting you on an industrial sewing machine, getting really comfortable with using that equipment to sew different types of garments, different types of finishes, zippers, buttonholes, everything. Um, One other key skill um, is pattern making, which is a strong component of garment construction. So it's learning how to measure people and actually make different patterns, which are basically like blueprints for garments. Um, So getting really comfortable with pattern making and how to fit garments to specific body types. The next key component is draping. So using a mannequin um, to create garments again. So as opposed to pattern making that uses measurements with with draping, you're going to learn how to take your fabric, pin it onto your mannequin and sculpt a garment out that way. So those are the the three sewing and garment component buckets that we focus on. But 
separate and apart from that, we also focus on sketching and fashion illustration because your 2D skills are really going to help set you apart in a fashion design career. And then the next bucket that we focus on is our computer program. So like Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop, because if you ever intend to set yourself up for success as a business owner, or you decide to um, work for somebody in the fashion industry, those are key skills that you will need. And then we also have those classes that don't fall into those buckets. So like textile design and uh, introduction to fashion business and entrepreneurship, because like I mentioned before, entrepreneurship is a big skill that we realized was missing in the fashion colleges that we wanted to focus on. So from your experience as both a student and an instructor on the other side, what do you think is one of the most common misconceptions you see from new incoming maybe fashion design students or people wanting to get into fashion design? I've noticed that people think that if you were just an average or below average student, fashion might be a good option for you. So let me put it in a not nice way. People kind of think you don't necessarily have to have a brain to do fashion design. (laughs) So I hear people laugh about it sometimes. Oh, I was terrible at math. You know, maybe I should go do fashion. But actually, fashion design is actually very, it's an intense program of study. And there is quite a bit of math that is involved. And if you are somebody who have a, has a mastery of the English language and you're able to communi- communicate and express yourself well and you're well read, that's only going to help to um, add to what you have to offer um, in this area, of this career area. So um, no fashion design is not for somebody who is ditzy and doesn't have a brain. I would challenge that the opposite is quite true. And if you're a good student, you're well-spoken, and you're able to communicate effectively, those things will help to make you a standout in your fashion design career. So what's been one of your greatest achievements or proudest moments since you've started La Fashion Lab? Um, Definitely the proudest moments will be students who uh, take what we've given them and have been able to launch their own successful businesses and fulfill their dreams through the skills that we've taught them. So um, I could get into the specifics, but we've had like one of our students who came to us from Nigeria and her intention was to go back to Nigeria and start her fashion house with that, with her team of um, tailors to, to help her get the work done. And after she went through our program, she went back and, and did just that. And so she feels like she's able to be a successful lead designer because she understands fashion design, the ins and outs of it, so that she's able to communicate effectively what she wants to her team. And we've also had um, like another young lady who started a sleepwear business after taking classes with us. And for me, it's always really wonderful and motivating when people come through our doors, learn what they need to learn, and then go out there and do what they intended to do. And I know we're going to have so many more of those success stories as time goes by. So I look forward to those moments. And even on the smaller side, just the positive feedback from students who are currently enrolled keeps us going. I really love hearing about the sort of impact you've had on students from all sorts of backgrounds, you know, whether it be big or small. Um, It's really amazing the work you're doing. 
So I'm curious to know, what sort of opportunities or struggles did you face when sort of getting everything started? Um, My biggest struggle has been just growing and evolving as an entrepreneur, learning the nitty gritties of what it takes to run a business. And I found myself at a little bit of a loss when I decided to do um, my own business full time. So I've been working with a coach and that has been a wonderful experience. Feel like you really get to learn from an expert hands on how to run your business on a daily basis. So that's been the biggest struggle for me, but it's also been the the biggest blessing because I see myself growing and evolving and it's really a fun journey. So where do you see La Fashion Lab growing in the next few years? Um, uh, I have so many goals, plans, and dreams for Le Fashion Lab. Ultimately, we have our eyes set possibly on accreditation in the future, but there's no guarantee to that. You know, we have to go through the process and see where that goes. Our intention is never to have, never to offer a degree because that's not where our big benefit is, but possibly an accredited certificate for students who are really passionate about learning the ins and outs of fashion. And after we've grown and uh, um, evolved the business in Atlanta itself, we could see ourselves growing outside of Atlanta to possibly open up a fashion lab chapter in another state or possibly even another country. That sounds like a few amazing goals, and I would love to see it get there for sure. Do you have any advice for anyone that has maybe zero experience in fashion who wants to get into the industry, specifically in design? First, they have to really see if it's something that they want to do. I think a lot of people have in their head that fashion is a really glamorous and glitzy thing. And um, maybe when they get into the the ins and outs of it and they realize it's not as glamorous as they might think, they, they might realize that they changed their mind about wanting to pursue a career in fashion. So one of the things, two other things that I do is first, I just start taking some random sewing classes wherever you can find them. If that means that you, you need to go to Joanne's Fabrics and just take some of the classes that they have, See if you actually enjoy being behind a sewing machine. See if you really enjoy sewing and putting pieces together. Buy some patterns, cut them out, try to put the garments together. See if you love that process. And then the next part of it is, do you like sketching? Take some art classes in your community. See if you enjoy actually having a pencil in your hand and sketching ideas out. Or maybe you realize after doing those things that, you're maybe more interested in being a stylist or maybe you just like to go shopping for you and your friends and there's no shame in that. But just be real about whether or not fashion design is right for you by exploring your interest in art and also in sewing. Again, thank you so much to Nicola Watson for taking the time to interview with me. So if you'd like any more information or an update on La Fashion Lab, you can visit the website at lafashionlab.com. Black and Fashion is written and produced by me, edited by Joel North. The theme music is from PBTM Production Music Library, and background music for our profile episodes comes from Lakey Inspired. The title is Better Days. Please like, subscribe, review, and rate Black and Fashion five stars on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Lastly, follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at BLKNFSHN. Again, 
That's at B-L-K-N-F-S-H-N. Just like the logo. Thanks for listening.